0: Hello and welcome to the Men's Corner Podcast. I'm your host, George Stuminoff. Welcome. Today I want to challenge you with a simple question. We talk again about masculinity. And I just want to ask you this question. What is it that you would like masculinity to be? What masculinity you would like to see in the world? What masculinity you'd like to see in yourselves? You see, as I said in the previous episode, the word masculinity is now very popular out in the world. We talk about masculinity a great deal, very often in negative light. But instead of saying what masculinity is not and what masculinity should be, why don't we just ask this question? What is it that we would like it to be? It's very easy to point fingers and to look at the negative things of Both sides of the spectrum of masculinity, the toughness of the old school masculinity and the tenderness of today's masculinity, just laughing at it, calling, you know, younger men snowflakes and whatnot. But it is easy. It is very easy to do so. It doesn't require us to step up to any challenge. It doesn't require us to be challenged in our own expression of our own masculinity. And unless we're challenged, we would not grow. And if we say that we're comfortable as we are, we admit that we don't need to grow. And of course, if anyone does that, then that's just not realistic and it is not true. And here we're chasing the truth. So I'm asking you this, what is it that you'd like to see in your masculinity? And what is it that you'd like to see in masculinity in men in general? To attempt to answer that question, I would just try and offer this as a possible answer, at least for myself and for many men that I know. I can try and answer this with another question. What is it that we wanted to be when we were boys? What sort of masculinity we wanted to have and express when we were watching the Star Wars films or or Braveheart or Robin Hood or in my case was Zorro. What did they evoke in us that we later lost or we thought it was too childish, too naïve? What is it that we wanted to be as boys? What sort of men we wanted to be as boys? That's not a silly question, it's actually very, very, very serious because when you study the lives of great men, and I've done that a lot in the past 10 years, I see almost always this one thing, they have at least this one thing in common, They did not lose that glimmer of childhood dreams and visions and hope for greatness. And the world, number two, is actually that the world almost always saw them as naive, as silly, as childish even. Because they didn't abandon that spark of childhood. They actually carried it successfully, in most cases, into adulthood. And they acted on it. With great fervor, they sort of fanned it into flame and they became mature as men without abandoning the gold goodness, the golden goodness of childhood behind. So they were able to go on to greater heights and to accomplish the mission that they were born for. So many of those men throughout history would just remember going back in childhood and, and always feeling that there's more to life, always feeling that they had a purpose in life. And do you know what? They were not just a handful of chosen men. Each one of us, believe it or not, is chosen for something great. It might not be to become the next president of the United States or the prime minister or whatever. But it's something much, much greater, deeper and more meaningful and more purpose-driven than the life that we have now. Hundreds of times better, maybe even thousands of times. Maybe it's to do with creativity, with facing and overcoming some great odds in order to achieve and fulfill something, in order to maybe become a different father, different grandfather, different husband, a different manager, something totally different than the person you thought you would be. Something maybe much closer to the person that you wanted to be as a child than the person you are now. That certainly happened to me and to many men that I know. The call of greatness in their lives was only revealed and realized through going back, going back into those first years, first decades of being more alive, feeling more alive, being more, I don't want to use the word optimistic because that's, well, (laughs) that's like positive thinking, you know, It's, it's almost like externally forced thing, but being more in touch with, with nature and their own nature and life and purpose and destiny before the dullness of adulthood set in. See, the dullness is not the truth. The truth is far before that. The truth is that spark in the eyes of the little boy who watched those superheroes, who watched those heroic men, who read the stories and said, this is amazing. I want a life like this. Do you know why? Because he's destined to a life like this. He's destined for a life like that. So, to go back on my question. Number one, what masculinity you want to see in yourself and in the world? Number two, who did you want to be when you were a little boy? What did you want to become one day? Who did you want to be? And then I want to introduce question number three. What prevented you from becoming that man? What I mean by this is, in my case, I had a vision of heroism. I wanted to, to lead men. I, I was always moved by stories of liberation, of a good man who is good but strong as well, who comes in and liberates people, leads men, gives men their belief, their self-belief, their confidence back. An enslaved tribe, an enslaved nation. I come from Bulgaria, you know. Trace, the Thracian Valley. Spartacus. We have a monument of Spartacus in the north of Bulgaria. He did that. He led an army of slaves to their liberation. And if you remember the film Gladiator, that is based on the story of Spartacus. Those people who rose up from the ranks of slaves and fought for their freedom were no longer slaves. Oh, they still had... The chains, they they still had the the status of slaves, but they were free men. Only a man who believes in freedom would fight for it. Only a man who believes that he is something different will rise up and overcome those barriers to his freedom. doesn't really matter if they lived or died, because men die anyway. We're all going to die. But they lived as free men. They fought as free men. Spartacus helped them, enabled them to see their freedom and, and get hold of it and fight for it. Another story that, much more than Spartacus actually, that I was deeply moved by, was the story of Vassil He's a wonderful, wonderful heroic man. He went in secret, under the cover of night, in disguise. He would change clothes and change his appearance from town to town, from village to village, during the Ottoman domination of Bulgaria, and just stir up the spirits of the Bulgarian people, saying, you are made for more. You should not be a subject to slavery anymore. You should rise up and get hold of your own identity. You should fight and rebuild your country and rule over it with peace where all nations and all religions and all nationalities that we have now will live peacefully. You see, the mark of a great warrior, of a great hero is that he does not fight out of hatred. Levsky said, I do not hate the Turkish people, we do not fight against the Turkish people, but we fight against the tyranny of the sultan, who is enslaving both us and them, his subjects. You see, he's not fighting against, he's fighting for. He was a beautiful, beautiful heart, beautiful man, in every way, because he cared for the hearts of his people. He fought for those hearts, for their freedom, rather than just out of hatred for... The oppressors. I was really moved by so many films I've watched about him and so many books I've read and and he's uh, he's I think he was recently voted as number one Bulgarian. Then I remember watching the new Zorro in the 90s when I was little and I just looking at Zorro and looking at the actor rather that played Zorro, the way he moved, the way he was, the way he fought, the way he, he loved, the way he was with people uh, it was just incredible. It made me want to be like him. It made me want to, to move towards greater heights of my own inner being. Which I knew, even then I knew that I sort of suspected. And every year, every month and every year became more and more clear to me somehow that I wasn't going to be that man. And it filled me with just despondency, quiet desperation. And then when I was maybe 9 or 10 or 11 maximum. I remember watching... My mother watched an Italian um, TV show about the Mafia. Fictional TV show about the Mafia called uh, La Piovra or Octopus. And one of the main protagonists was called Corrado Catani. And Catani was also a beautiful man in many ways like Levski. He even looked like him a little bit. Played by a wonderful actor called Michele Placido. And he stood up against the Mafia. And he was beautiful. He was strong and he was gentle. He was gentle with women, with children, with the victims of those he fought against. He was gentle. He had all all the sides of the spectrum of masculinity, all the aspects. And they killed him, just like they killed Levski. They killed him. That didn't affect my view of him. Quite the opposite. It turned him into a saint, into a martyr. And I wanted to be a man like this one day. A man who does not keep quiet in the face of evil, in the face of injustice, even if he's a small one, even if he's a boy bullying another boy at school. So growing up with those visions of masculinity, what happened to me? Why did I not become that man? Why did I, in my 20s, start to live a really hopeless life of just grasping onto pleasure, taking, squeezing as much pleasure out of life as I could? I was prevented, I was held back by many things, the forces of shame, of self-hatred, of fear of men, fear of other men, fear of men who were stronger, fear of masculinity itself, anything to do with aggression or or another boy's anger, later another man's anger, just something in me froze as a a response, some deep trauma just, just made me freeze and I hated myself for it. No matter how much I tried to build my body up later in my late teens and in my 20s, the bigger I became, the more desperate I became inside, the more dead my spirit became and I just lived in pain which I numbed constantly with alcohol, with cocaine, with sex, with everything that I could get my hands on. That would work just to get me out of the reality for a while. I was prevented by my own inner beliefs about myself. So my last question. What has prevented you from becoming the man that you wanted to be? Again, let me repeat the questions. Question number one, which I started with. What masculinity you would like to see in yourself and then in the world? Question number two. What sort of man did you want to become when you were little? And if you're struggling to answer that question, just go back and and look at the the things that you used to like. The films, the books, the pictures, the, the comics, the superheroes. They will lead you to the answers. Look at the people that you used to admire when you were a boy. So that's question number two. And Question number three is what has prevented you from becoming such a man? if you think that there is no point of answering that story, since it's all gone and forgotten, it's all in the past anyway, think again. I challenge you. I challenge you. Think again. Because there is a very, very high possibility that whatever forces had been preventing you from becoming that man when you were younger are probably still doing so right now in your life today. They're probably still holding you back. If you were made to feel ashamed of yourself or you hated your body or you hated the way you spoke or the way you looked or the way you walked, to stand up, speak up for yourself. Any belief about yourself in these aspects are probably still holding you in their bondage. And unless you identify them honestly and openly, you have very, very little chance of overcoming them. So, in order to overcome any limiting beliefs that we might have about ourselves as men and our ability of living out true, authentic, beautiful, heroic masculinity, we must first discover them and name them. I challenge you today to do that. Try to find some answers to those questions. It doesn't mean you're going to get it right, right away. But, it might be the start of a very, very exciting journey certainly was for me and I hope it will be for you. Speak to you soon. Bye.